Hey, Speakeasy listeners, it's the Strategy Series. Minisodes that give you an actionable shot in the arm on marketing, media, and management. Grab a cocktail or not, here we go. We've heard Jen talk a lot about branding over the course of our podcast, and we all know about branding as it relates to messaging and voice and visual aesthetic. But I think it's worthwhile talking to Jen a little bit about sensory branding, what that is, and how that might help any organization. Talk to me about what that is. Well, actually, this is this is a really fun topic for me. So, of course, your five senses, as we know them and have known them from school, sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch, right? And when we think about sight, that's that's what we expect when we talk about branding, you know, along with your logo and your aesthetic and your voice, it's the things that people look at and read. And so when we think of branding, we think in terms of, of things we're visually consuming. But those other senses have such great opportunities to enhance your brand or make people feel emotions about your brand that, that I don't think they should be overlooked. I think they're a lot of fun. So the first one, of course, is sound. And I guarantee you all can sing the three notes from the NBC sonic branding in your head. Um, I, I, we've all know, we all know them. We have known them for years. And they are probably the most recognizable three notes in America or in American culture. I think that's so cool. And so I I just love the idea of sonic branding. And I think it's such a great place for some brands to explore. I mean, weird things like cars like Porsches and BMWs actually enhance the the sounds of their engines and and electric cars have had to consider what their sonic branding should be because there isn't a sound. So really if you stop and think about your environment, where you hear sounds, what they're like, you can associate certain sounds with certain brands very, very well. And I really think right now with with the increase in video marketing and the increase in internet consumption, the ability to do sonic branding is a huge opportunity for most brands. And I think it's something cool that they should check out. So that's one. That's sound. Of course, the next one is touch. And, you know, my, my greatest example of this is to think about it in your own life. Nobody wants to put a scratchy sweater on, but a cashmere sweater feels great, right? The, the idea of touch really can, can bring all sorts of feelings of luxury or thrift or nurture or nature. So, so touch is really the, the thing that brings us to sort of, the place we want to be with a brand. And I think lots of brands could explore how that works. Of course, some markets, it's really easy. If you have a physical location with a shop, um, if you're a restaurant, if you're a gym, you have things that are very tactile. But I think other brands could think through touch and it could be anything where um, the quality of paper you use for your business card or what pieces of material you use to ship your product all affect the touch perception of your brand. And it's it's worth a lot of... Um, it's worth some cool consideration. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the next one I think might be the hardest for brands to implement. It would be taste. <laughs> My favorite example of this is Olive Garden mints. So if anybody's been to Olive Garden, no judging. Um, when you pay your check, right, you get these little mints, and they're like Andy's mints, but they are very special. They're not made like the Andy's mints you can get at the store. They're made specifically for Olive Garden, and they're a slightly different configuration of mint and chocolate. And there's like a whole subculture of internet people who love Andy's mints from Olive Garden specifically. And that's a that's a great example of just a little touch onto your brand, using that taste sense to enhance how people feel about your brand. Super easy, super fun. Um, I think brands could think of this in fact in or think of this in terms of 
always giving a distinct food at the holidays, so you become known for it. Or when you have a cocktail party, you're always serving something particular that people start to associate with you. So I think that's fun. And then my last one, which kind of is my favorite, is the sense of smell. So the sense of smell is closely linked with memory, probably more so than most of our other senses. Mm -hmm. And um, remembering a smell that reminds you of your grandma's house or feels like you're going to the woods, it can really bring back associations and memories and good feelings. And scent is a really easy way for a lot of brands to enhance what they've got. Um, My favorite local example, we have a shop here in Lansing called Grace. And she uses a very particular scent that all of her tissue paper and gifts are sprayed with this perfume. And I started thinking about this topic for this podcast because the other day I walked past somebody and they smelled like Grace, which made me immediately think of the shop and going shopping. She's done such a good job of using scent to brand her stuff that I think of it if, if it just remotely crosses my nose. And, and so easy to implement, right? Airlines have been doing this for a really long time. Lots of other brands have explored this. It's super easy for you to explore too in your brand. I think you could get creative. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I think it's a ton of fun. I think it's the next place brands should go. And the good news is if you make some intentional brand-oriented decisions about these things, it's really going to save you some time and costs in the long run, right? Because you never have to think again about what your holiday gift is going to be because you know it's going to be that special treat that people expect from your organization. So you can really just put off years of individual invention and decision-making by being thoughtful about sensory branding for your business. So there's an easy way to do it. Number one, just ask how your brand's persona can be conveyed in all executions. So go through the list of sight, sound, smell, taste, and touch and figure out what could your brand do in those categories. It's pretty easy. And then look at the adjectives you use to describe your brand and figure out what aligns with them in each sensory experience. Are you conservative? Are you um, surprising? Are you... Sophisticated. There's one too. <laughs> So there's lots of op- opportunities for if you're sophisticated, what does that smell like? What does that taste like? What does that sound like? So I think that this is a very fun exercise for many brands to go through, and they should definitely take a look at this as their next branding step. That's awesome. You know, I, I'll give you an example from my life uh, that fits into taste. And every time we've ever been to the airport as a family, when my kids look at, they st- stand at the gate and look out and look at the plane. If the logo is a Delta logo, they're certain that they're going to get Delta cookies. See, they Those know. little Biscoffs, the yeah. ginger ones. Yeah. And see, it, what that does is give them a sense of anticipation that gives them an alignment and an enthusiasm for the brand. How easy. And and so much easier to do that and and build that relationship with your customer through something as simple as a cookie that the kids are looking forward to. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, Jen, you've given us a lot of food for thought. Thanks for your wisdom as always. And if anybody wants to check out more, go to redhead.studio. Take care. Bye. Bye.